The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at MalinLabeCigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, live on YouTube and Twitter, and the YouTube's fired. You got the whole intro on YouTube today. Yes. Sending me text messages. We're all good on yes. that. Sports Grid on the replay. How are you guys? Welcome into the program. It is a Thursday. It is an overcast and very weird day. It's raining yeah. over here, just so you know. It's oh already raining. Gosh, it is a strange day, but the parade is going on in Denver. For those of you who are in Denver, if you're catching oh. up on the show live or after the fact, welcome. Congratulations. I'm not going to lie, Dave, watching a parade during the day is making me go, what are we doing having a parade on Saturday night? This is going to be a bad idea. We'll we'll, we'll get into it, but it's not going to be. Yeah. Like we had a a parent conversation last night about going to the parade, Jessica and I, and she said, this is not for the fans. This is not for the kids. This is not for the families. I told you that. What are they doing how are we going to do this? Where are we going to park? How are we going to get close? It's going to be, there's going to be a lot of things going on at night that wouldn't that are be not going family, on maybe right, during are not the day. family friendly. So um, we're going to figure that out. We've got another thing to navigate and, and go from there. But I, I got a couple things that I wanted to share to, to tie up the, the night stuff. Can I show them now? Or you want sure. To no, go ahead. Show them now. It'll okay. be great. Oh, yeah. So. The first one, this is this is great, right? This is a box, Bruce Cassidy. If you can see yep. it, yeah, it's yep, called yep. the Golden Age. And this is this is what's inside the box? Is this, this before or after the Cup win? They made this. Uh this was we got this on the watch party Saturday night. So during the Cup finals, okay. So during the Cup finals, yeah, yeah. So they this made is a Bruce brass, Cassidy, a bust, a bust of. Bruce Cassidy. <laughs> looks, this looks great. Look at the Bruce. He's gold, shiny. Bruins fans are going to eat that up. They're going to so love that. Box. Is, it, is yeah. it like a is it like a paperweight type of thing that like goes on the desk? Um, what, what would you do with that? 
Exactly. It says <laughs> 2022 collector's edition. I'm not sure what I'll do with this. Okay. I know what my wife wants to do with it already. Totally. And it's not going in the garbage, no matter what she says. I'm no, not throwing it away. She wants yeah. to throw it away. I'm it's like, she wants to toss it already. It's the yes. cup's over. I said, no, the cup is forever. And oh, speaking yeah. of forever, I mean, this thing, I just stopped to get some gas today. Look what we came up with here. That's phenomenal. I mean, how old are we, P. Ralt? No, this is phenomenal. Excited. It's I think it's awesome. The one oh. thing that's weird is that they, they called it the NHL champions. Like that's not really what anyone refers it to as. It's the Stanley Cup champions. It says Knights win the cup, which is good, but like the headline's a little strange. But yes, I want one of those. I have to go find one of those now. I didn't realize those were Oh, you froze. Look, you look like a newspaper guy right now. You're frozen completely, staring at me. Snap your fingers. You're out. It should be Snap good. Snap your fingers. Come it back. It should be good. It should be back. Okay. Yeah. Right. I saw the click. I, saw the flip. I, I I reset everything today, too. So I don't, I, that's just stream. I'm just glad your microphone's working. That's yeah, we're all good. Important thing. Mike's For those of you that listen yeah. to the show, like the show, subscribe it. to the show, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. P. Rolls, mic is fixed. We're good to go. And I we have a newspaper. I should and go get. Do you want, want me to get mine? Well, you have a you have a souvenir already from no, not for the knights. Oh, what do you have? Old papers. Is it going to be Red Sox stuff? Uh huh. No, I don't want to see that right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I read- if you can get up without knocking anything over, spilling yeah. anything on your computer, is it close by? It's right on the, on the other side of the um, camera. Well, I think you should because you took it to the next level. I just picked this up. This is literally paper. Yeah, for Talk boys and girls watching the show. Um, this is called a newspaper. You actually hold it. You read it. It has pictures as well. So there's pictures and different things. There's stories written by people, not by artificial intelligence. There's multiple sections. I mean, this one here says Stanley's here. All right. This is the sun part of the paper. Stanley is here in Las Vegas. He's going to be at the parade on Saturday. I don't know if I'm going to be at the parade. If those of you uh, are going to be here in town or going to the parade, put it in a chat. Maybe we can figure out a meetup, a, a place to, to enjoy the parade in person if we all make it down there. We gotta just to, you know, we gotta appease this guy. He's gonna bring out the Boston stuff. Every show we gotta mention something Boston, even though they're irrelevant and not important. I can say all these things right now because he's not listening. He doesn't have his earphones in. The other stuff's upstairs, but oh, okay, all right. One things. So this is. What do you have? What is that? Paper from David Ortiz's last game. Oh, I do, Poppy. When David Ortiz left. What paper is that? The Herald. Boston Herald. (laughs) When David Ortiz retired. Is it still a paper? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That's still a paper. And then this is this is the program from the Cup Finals against the Capitals. (laughs) <laughs> the Vegas Knights one yeah. when they lost the cup finals in 2018, the first cup finals ever for the franchise. You have yeah. that. So I have this. So I, I have that. I have, I have a bunch of other stuff upstairs too. I have a, a, a Patriots stuff and frame stuff and what. Yeah. We don't yeah, need to see that. I'm, I'm with you and all that. I mean, I, I think it's awesome. I think it's super <laughs> cool. I, I love that stuff. I love souvenir when the Red Sox, whenever I was I was living away and the Red Sox won, I always would call my stepfather and go, you know what to do. And he would go and grab me the papers. And just when I would go back and I'd have them at the house whenever I'd show up. And then I'd find a way to get them back here to where I am. I so love it. do you get to keep them? Me? Yeah. Who's like when not going to let them, me? Yeah. You got to keep them. 
Well, oh. no, I mean, in the in the separation and the divorce that you kept all the yes. stuff, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Yes. All that stuff yeah. is mine. The, the 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 one thing I avoided, the the one the one awkward moment of the entire divorce that I avoided was there were numerous memorabilia things left at my in-laws' house oh. that I sent my stepfather to go get, and I said, and my I don't know what you call my ex-wife's sister's son, ex-wife's was trying to see if I would forget the most memorable of all my memorabilia because he wanted it. And I was like, I can't give this to you. I'm really sorry. It's dirt from the home plate in Colorado. From the world series, from the world series. Yeah. It's pictures of me and Michael Chiklis on, on the field in Colorado. It's pictures of Mike Lowell celebrating with his brothers on the field. It's the ticket. It's the game four ticket. Um, so he was stop. You got the stop the actual ticket. Yeah. I have the yeah. actual world series ticket. And I, and I have the Jonathan Papelbon picture of sports illustrated when he won and he's going, he, he, he closed the game out I and remember he's that. holding it arms up. And he's waiting for Varick. No, wasn't no. it Keith Folky? No, Folk was all four. Oh, right, 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 right. I pa- remember Papelbon. that one. Yeah. Papelbon was 07. Jonathan Papelbon oh, closed, okay, closed okay, that 07. That's so it's a picture of Papelbon okay. on the, on the mound. And so I had this like totally professionally done framed with 500 bucks. Like it's a huge deal. And he was trying to like my stepdad. Like, the one thing I want is that. And he called me. He's like, Matt, I don't see it. It's like, what do you mean you don't see that? It's like, where is that? And then the, the, the kid is like 11 years old, kind of walked out with it and we're like, I handed it. <laughs> and my stepdad was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, they tried to keep that from you. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's going to be a very, you know, in 20 years, that's going to be worth a lot of money. So you know. The story that the things reminds you of is even more priceless, right? Like, oh know, my got gosh, the story and that you, you know, you got the dirt. You remember what it smelled like, sounded like, felt like. You got the picture with Chickless, and it was the same thing like the Knights in Game Five. Like, I went to Game Four knowing the Red Sox were going to win. Like, right. you, you just knew it. Right. You just like I drove all night or all day, and then drove home all night to do the radio show in Omaha, but. My friend, Jimmy Motes, who had just graduated, he was a Creighton basketball player, guy I got to know really well. We were about the same age. He was kind of late in school, red-shirted and whatnot. And uh, Chad Carr, who ran a company called Ticket Express in Omaha, mm-hmm. knew, listened to my show, was a sponsor of my show, and picked the phone up and called me and said, I have two extra tickets for game four if you can get to Denver. Two people who are supposed to come with me are not coming. Can you get to Denver? I was like, uh, yeah, what time's the game? <laughs> and so we got, and I, I called Jimmy, who was a Rockies fan. I said, hey, the Red Sox going to win the and World Series tomorrow. you were where at the time? Omaha. Six so and a half hours. it wasn't that big. Okay, so you could tr- you drove it? Of course. I know I, could, I couldn't fly. You were a broke radio host. I was a broke, no, I wasn't a broke radio host. I had no time. I was told at 8 o'clock the night before that the next game, after game three compl- concluded, they won game three, or it was or two days later, it was, I found out literally 12 hours before the game was going to start. So or, you just or, got or, in the car and went. That's fantastic. Went. Oh, and then boy. was up top. Oh. I was the, the tickets were on the, were on the second deck on the first baseline. They're yeah. really good seats, right? Yeah. Yeah. My family friend and Michael Chiklis were behind home plate. Right. They called me in the seventh inning and said, get down here. We the Red Sox were up seven to two. They're killing the, the Rockies. Right. It was over. It was they were gonna win it. Done. Open was phenomenal. They said, get down here. 
for the last three outs. You need to just come down here, wait up top until the until in between, and then tell them you're coming down in, in and we're gonna one guy's gonna get up and get out, and you can sit in his seat for the last three outs. So I went down, I'm behind home plate for the last three outs. God. It's crazy. I'm taking, you know, I'm just like, this is amazing. I still remember Papelbon threw a nasty curveball, strikes out the guy, awesome ending to the game. Red Sox won the World Series. And then it gets nutty. Like, that's not the nutty part. The nutty part was that as the guys are celebrating, Michael Chiklis has Kurt Schilling's wife's phone number, calls her Ooh. and says, Get us on the get us on the field. Get us on the field. Get us on the field. <laughs> and then so she runs over and tells tells Schilling and 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 Chickless turns to me and Danny, the family friend, and says, Stay on my ass and don't let anyone stop you. We go, okay. And we just barreled our way right onto the field, followed Michael Chickless right on. And then there we were on the field celebrating the World Series with the Red Sox. And, and that was before camera phones. It, I had I had a phone. I, I had cameras. I have pictures of it. It's, right. I don't have the pictures like I would have had now. Like right. I would have had video. And I, I, it was the flip flowing right. era, right? It was the the, the, the the razor era for you people who remember the razors. It oh, was that. Phones were great. It was that era yeah. <laughs> of, of when the phones existed. So yeah. I had pictures of me on the field. I have pictures, you know, but like while Chickless, well, we're on the field celebrating, you know, David Ortiz is spraying me with champagne. It was, it was wild, but they ended up, <laughs> They, they ended up grabbing Chickless and put him on Fox. So the post game show grabs Chickless. They put him on the Fox post. Oh. It's Harold Reynolds and Michael Chickless, and like Danny and I are standing off to the side while Chickless is on with them. And so I was trying to find out what to do. And I asked one of the umpires, I'm like, can I go get the dirt at home plate? And he was like, what are you going to carry it in? I was like, uh, I went and grabbed a glass, like a, a styrofoam mug they were oh, using yeah. for drinking, for partying. Uh-huh. And went to home plate and just grabbed a couple of huge handfuls and put it in. I split it three ways. I gave a third to Michael, a third to Danny and a third to me. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Chickless and I still talk about it because Mike Lowell later about, ten, I don't know, five, six years later, I tweeted the picture of him and his brothers and he saw it and he DM me and he was like, I don't have any pictures of my brother and I from, from that night. Can you send that to me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up sending it to him and he actually got it framed and put it up in his house. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's by far my best sports moment, sports memory of my life. There's nothing that's going to ever come close to that, just given the stars aligning the way that it did. It's a tough one to live up to. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was number two to. as well. It was Red Sox second championship. So it wasn't right. it wasn't the first one, but it was the second one. It was still pretty damn cool and still pretty fresh in the mind. So we we enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. So before we get that's to the end of the Boston portion yeah, of the show, fine. we're done talking about that. Kind of. Maybe, maybe not. But we, we've we got more fun things to play and more things to talk about, including what's going on for the Brigade Project. Every day we'll have little NFL news and notes with that new little stinger brigade proxy at gmail.com is the email address. If you guys are coming to Vegas to work with us this year for the football contest, we are 86 days away from the deadline to enter these contests at Circa. I'm not sure what right. is for, I'm, I'm guessing the deadline's the same for the Westgate, but September the 9th, Saturday before the games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you want to use that Thursday night game, though, you got to get it in before then. Ideally, you sign up the whole week before. I'd rather right. have it all done pretty much. Don't wait to that last week. If mm-hmm. that's the week you're coming in, because we might have a, um, a little meet and greet, get together, something planned for 
a brigade watch party and a book or something. Yeah. We're kind of working on that. Some boys yeah. are coming. Girls are coming. We're going to do that. And if you're waiting to sign up for that, we'll get you signed up. But either way, that's the deadline. A lot of people have been emailing, DMing, inquiring. Yes. It's great. We, we keep it coming. We'll ask, we'll answer any questions you guys may have. Yep. Each day, I thought we would just kind of slowly address because this number that 50% of the audience, of, of the contestants each year cha- are new, that it changes Brand new. over. Brand new. That's shocking to me. So if you don't know what we're talking about, the football contests in Las Vegas became popularized after. No, some pretty basic guys, some everyday people won the contest and ESPN started to write about the fact that these guys were winning it. Highlighted by a guy named Daniel Graham, who was a Starbucks barista here in Las Vegas, Yep, who won the Westgate Super Contest. Great guy. I still talk to him today. 2016 changed his life. The yep. conversations I had with him were unbelievable, though, because he was super honest about the fact that for about a year, he didn't know what to do. Like he went, he had so much money. He didn't know what to do. So he, all of a sudden he was working at Starbucks and he all of a sudden found his way into a million dollars. Right. Didn't know what to do with it. But he was like, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I do it? After it was all said and done, he had about $600,000 in the bank that he got from taxes and and whatnot. So, Mm. you know, it it is a life changing moment. And he's a guy who enters the contest still, and he's never gone anywhere near the run. He went on. He, was in the money with both of his teams, not just one, both of his teams. One of his teams won, other one came in fourth place, I believe it was. But it's five picks every single week against the spread, against the spread with stagnant lines that come out either Wednesday night for the Westgate or Thursday morning for Circa. Correct. These lines do not move, okay? Once they come out, those are the lines that you're betting on for the week. You have until Saturday, with us as a proxy service, you'll have Saturday until middle of the day. If you're in Vegas, you guys have it till a little bit, a couple hours afterwards, but we need the time to put the picks in for you. So that's why our deadline is before their deadline. Right. But you get it for 18 weeks. There are no buys. Okay. DraftKings requires you for their contests and it may change, but in the two previous years, DraftKings contest makes you take a bye week, which <sighs> adds a wrinkle to it. But it also is a little bit funky <laughs> that they make you take a buy, that you're not betting all or picking 18 weeks. You're only picking 17 weeks. Huh. That's interesting. And you can just and you can you determine when you want your bye week. When is a week you don't that like? That leaves you a miss too, if you forget. Correct. Yes. It automatically you know, pops into you your bye week. Correct. And yes. if something happens and you don't get the picks and you're not done. You're not done in these contests either, but I recommend you get the picks in every week. Yeah, We had talked about it, what we're going to do. I think if you don't get the picks in by the deadline, we're going to come to some sort of agreement resolution. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone that works with the brigade proxy service is going to take a zero by not putting the picks in. I still cannot believe how many people fly to Vegas, spend $1,000 an entry, and forget to put their picks in. They just forget because life gets in the way. That's why you hire a proxy. And, yep. You know, you make sure that you have someone when you forget to say, you know, you'll get an email reminder. The lines are out. Yeah. You'll get another that, email reminder. That's why Vegas locals hire proxies. Yeah. Because right. either A, they want a reminder or B, they travel. 
They're going to be outside. They're going on vacation, whatever it might be. They may travel a lot for work. They may go to California a lot or Arizona a lot, and they don't want to be rushing back to cross state lines because you have to be geo-targeted into the state to be able to do it. So it's worth just spending a little extra money for the peace of mind to making sure that your picks are going to get in every single week. So that makes a, a, a ton of sense. So just so you guys know, it is five picks. It's 18 weeks. We'll talk about Survivor tomorrow. We'll talk about the Westgate later. Like We'll get into it. But it is five stagnant lines that you're going to be picking against the spread. And the beautiful thing about what happens with Circa and the million is that the quarter polls are actually the real contest. You win the whole thing. But people forget, like, how am I going to beat 3,000 other people? Okay, yes, over 17, 18 weeks, tough to do. But over four or five, 18 and one and one, 19 and one, yeah, that's incredible. But it can be done. It has been done. We know people who have done it, who have up a six-figure check from it. It's $100,000 plus. Not just first place, it's second place and third place as well. So if you can win, you know, top three in one of those quarter polls, you've 50X your money and you're doing pretty well. Right. So... Just keep that in mind as you guys are coming with the idea. I know you guys and a couple of brigade members are getting together to go ahead and do this together. We think that's phenomenal for you guys to come in and sign up. And, you know, we've talked about it and I can't stress it enough. Yes, it sounds like a lot of money, $1,000 an entry. But if you break it up between three or four guys, it actually is pretty doable. And it's an entire football season of fun. And it comes to about between 50 Eight and seventy-two dollars a week. I can't remember the exact calculation, yep. but that's what you're spending to be a part of the contest to do picks. Everybody wants to do picks. Everybody knows everything. Everybody's an expert. This is your shot to get involved. Take your, you know, take your best shot and have fun with it. Yeah. And if you get hot, you're gonna. I mean, you know, we had Carmine on the show last year. Carmine flew in to pick up a check for a hundred grand. I mean, it's unbelievable. It was great. Hung out and for we, a weekend, did whatever we, he wanted, and, and flew home and bought a car, cash. <laughs> what he for did. us, it's amazing. For us being proxies now, being with the Brigade Proxy Service, we're going to be able to give you guys some unbiased opinions on the, on this stuff too, because we're not going to be in the contest this year. So, right. although I may be in the DraftKings contest, kind of down the road, but not, nothing in Vegas. So, like, we're going to be able to have real conversations with you guys on the show about what's going on. And if you guys use us and you're doing well, we'll put you on the show. <laughs> we'll have a conversation. Other catch, like, you know, cause there's other proxies that do a good job. Sure. And, and you know, if you have a proxy and you're happy with them, don't just change just to change. I mean, unless you yeah. want to, but the little added wrinkle is that we'll be able to talk about it here. And if you get hot and you want to come on, a lot of people are camera shy and are not media people. That's fine. You don't have to, but that option will be available as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Football season oh. is going to be a lot different this year. It is. And I'm actually really looking forward to it because I've been in the, in the I mean, last four seasons I've been in this. Yeah. I've been in every, every circle million. I've been in the Westgate, either right. the reboot or the, or the contest itself every single year. And I'm actually kind of looking forward to the idea that like, look, I'm going to bet every week. I'm just not going to be in the contest and we get to live vicariously through others who are going through this and are going to be hopefully right there at the top. And we get to watch and see how they do. Survivor is going to be wild this year. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see it because it's been, I don't want to say it's been, it's always difficult, but I'm, I'm waiting for that like ridiculous season where 
And it could be this year. I mean, like there's certain like, could the Titans be better than people think? Could the Jaguars go in some ridiculous run and be like 13 and you know four or something? So I, I, I'm very curious to see what this football season is going to be like with the NFL. But in case you're wondering where it started, that was the origin. The Westgate started this for a football handicapping contest for handicappers. When I was starting in this business of doing radio and talking sports betting, Everyone who finished in the top five any year of the Westgate, it was plastered all over their business cards, on their websites. Oh, yeah. It was like winning a World Series of Poker. Yeah, exactly. It yes. Just, it was just it was just like that. I mean, it's it been going small on number for, people. It's been going on for, you know, since the 80s. Yeah. It's just, they started it or maybe late 90s, but um, it popped doing it. And there was started, you know, there were contests like, you know, when Fezzik won, there was 300 people in it. Now the circus, you know, covering a guarantee of a million, I believe. Yeah. Six 14, million, right. For yeah, 14 million for millions and yep. eight for the survivor. Yeah. Uh, Westgate. We're going to talk to Jay and find out exactly the details of what they're offering and guaranteeing. But I mean, it's a big contest and it's, it's a, you'll get some notoriety and I guarantee your phone will ring if you do well. <laughs> Be a lot of no people. debate in there if you do yeah. consistently well. And look, I think the ride you get to go on with your friends or even by yourself is really exciting. That's why, I mean, people like the survivor because it's easier to come up with one pick than five. I'm a little different. I like the five. I like the challenge. It's extremely difficult. I mean, you've got to go basically between 60 and 70% to be considered for the in money. The mix. In the mix. Yep. For the money, which is not easy to do. Okay. Then no. in the NFL, that is extremely difficult. But if you do it and you're on that type of heater, it's super fun. You can bet off of it. You can play off of it. You can hedge off of it. There's It gives you so many cool things you can do when you have a contest that's going well. Well, the catch to be in the proxy is you got to live here. So that's what we, I mean, we live here. Yep. We know how to participate in the contest. We're going to help you do our best to, to be a part of it. Um, people have asked me, are you going to help with the picks? No, I'm not going to help with the picks. I mean, no, but on the know, show, we're going to talk about right. our opinion. So gonna, like watch yeah. the show and you're going to get right. an idea as to what we're doing, but no, we're not going to help like in that way. No. We're not going to give anybody inside information, if you will, but Nobody knows Squadoosh anyway, so, so you know one of those things. Well, underneath swear, by the way, so nobody knows shit. We'll go that route. Well, so we can swear. Well, he said he's watching it, so I mean, we we got it. I mean, you can put it on the log at twelve uh, eleven if you want. That I just that? said it, but so he's paying, he's paying attention. That's awesome. Below us, below. Or, or, sorry, I said it underneath us. People get very angry when I say they laugh at me when I say below us. Is oh. the email address for Brigade Proxy on the scroll underneath? You ever forget what it needs? Like, what is that email address? It's down underneath <laughs> us. So on that, some people love to tease me on that. Whenever I say below us, they go, "Excuse me." Underneath well, sometimes us. you say it fast. Yes, and it that's doesn't what I mean. Sound yes. like there's a vowel. Correct. In there. Correct. You know that's, but that's the joke. Yes, it's that's it's been a running multiple no year, multiple year below, joke going no on, on 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 this. It's been it's been going for a long time. All right, what happened last night? Well, the A's got their money. The right. A's got their funding bill sent to the governor, governor. For, this to, for this to happen. Yep. This was met with tears. Literally, a Oakland A's broadcaster broke down on the air last night crying. Jeez. Thinking about his son who's, who's wearing an A's hat, who in 10 years will no longer be watching the Oakland A's play baseball. Right. It was hard to watch. You know, I felt really badly for, for him, for the market, because 
we talked about it yesterday. Nobody wants to hear the truth. They just, they just want to get the thing done. Right. Somebody asked the question to the A's that has yet been answered. Someone said, how are you going to fund 1.1 billion? You're paying for 75% of this ballpark. How are you going to fund it? We don't know the answers to that just about yet as to how it's going to be funded. Now the guy who owns the team got a lot of money. So I'm assuming he'll be okay, but we still have a lot of un- unanswered questions going on right now about so this. So they're going to raise the money or he's going to pay or like it's literally unknown or they're just not telling you. I mean, they believe they have the money in order for the move to be approved. Major League Baseball will know how the aides are going to pay for it. They just so don't we'll tell nobody now. Until, right. Until it's time. They haven't, they have, don't tell anybody in government. They don't tell anybody. They can just say, yeah, we got it. We're good. And if Major League Baseball says they got it, they're good. I mean, baseball could potentially, you know, float alone or something. Like there's ways of making it happen if Major League Baseball wants to be here, which appears to be what's going to happen. So there's no going back now. Well, that's what I mean. Oakland, the mayor yesterday on Twitter came out and said there's a long ways away from a signed piece of paper to shovels in the ground. But it's going to Lombardo's desk. He's going to sign it. He wants it. It's going to be done. So the money is going to be there. So barring some catastrophic thing from happening, this is a done deal that the A's are going to be moving to Vegas. I love all the political posturing and different things. I mean, when you genuinely watch the stuff in these hearings, it sounded like there was people that were literally like, we're good. We don't mm-hmm. need it here. We don't want it here. It was all, I mean, it didn't matter what any, what, it, what was said. They just wrote it right. through and passed it. And the one thing coming. though, that as know. being, as being a local, the one thing that I will say this about has been a little bit frustrating. My daughter goes to school here. Okay. You don't need to tell me about, the schools in Nevada, like you don't need to start throwing things and saying, oh, look what you guys value. Your schools are awful. You're getting grades of F and you're, I, I understand all of that. Okay. But the macro versus the micro bothers me a little bit because I went to school in Massachusetts, which has tremendous grades all the time, but there's been plenty of schools in Massachusetts that are absolute garbage that I would never send my daughter anywhere near. So there's some really good schools here that in, in kids, I, I've seen kids go to Ivy league consistently out of the high schools Same. here. Yep. So like, I'm a little bit sensitive to the idea that like, we're all now, like we're being painted in, in a, in a nasty light because of what happened with the Raiders. And now here with the A's that our priorities are all out of whack and that we don't care about people and we don't care about our kids or schools or whatnot. And that really isn't the case by any means. But I think it's not a bad. I mean, it's, it's it's there's a lot of truth to that too, though. It's not just making that up. No, I mean, there's, I mean, there's, I mean, tr- there's I a lot know. of people that here that don't care about the schools. They I never said a, will. I said a thing about this when the Raiders were, were building their stadium. I was like, we're going to be elevating the entire market by doing this because sports are the front get a baseball team in major league baseball. Yes. Because people look what happened with the golden Knights. People talk about Vegas in a different way that now they talk about the Raiders in a different way. Now Mm. you talked about it in all different walks. Stories are done. You just have different opportunities to see what it's like to live in Vegas. You know, the human interest stories that are done on the players or the coaches it's, you just see it more in, in a different light. 
And baseball will continue to do that. It will be people will come here. Yes, I do believe there are going to be trips planned to come here. It won't be consistent. It won't be like football or hockey. But I do think people will drive in. People will fly in and then go to a game. I don't think we're getting 27,000 a night. I think probably more like 17 probably will show up. But, you know, there's baseball ballparks around right now in Major League Baseball that do 15, 14, 13,000 a night. Consistently. So, and they have the team. Good teams. And no one's saying they're garbage. No one's saying don't go to their games or no one's saying they shouldn't have a team. So, you know, the 30,000 seat ballpark is the smallest in Major League Baseball, which I think is smart to build it small. I think if you asked half the Major League franchises right now, they would build a 30,000 seat stadium. Fair, because demand for tickets goes up when you make it small. Yep. Yep. It's true, but not everyone's on board. I mean, Bryce Harper last night after the Phillies game was asked about it. And he again, reiterated that he is not a fan of this. He does not approve of this move. And he's saying, you know, the part that you and I have said, others are saying out loud that this should be an expansion team. Yeah. It's moving the team from Oakland. He He said it was just not right. He said, quote, I feel sorry for the fans in Oakland. It's just not right. They have so much history in Oakland. You're taking a team out of a city. I'm pretty sad because of all the history and uh, and all the greatness that I've seen that they've seen there. I see the A's as Oakland. I don't see them as Vegas. Will they rebrand the whole thing? I think they should. I, I talked about this before, and people say I'm nuts. They're like they're not going to turn their back on a hundred years of history, but I think that they should. I mean, it's going to be a hard decision because I think. If they do, you have a better shot of acceptance by people that are like born and raised here. They feel like this carpet bagging thing. You hear that term all the time. These people just come in and they give it to us. And, you know, I don't like the Raiders. I mean, you hear that. That's the comparison. Well, think about the two teams that have won championships here in the town. They both were that they both were, I guess the aces moved here, but you know, they, they changed their name when they moved here. They right. became part of the Vegas threshold, part of the fabric of the community. Yeah. Vegas aces, golden knights, golden more than the knights, but golden because right. of the mining here in Nevada. Like changing it to fit the market is such a better idea in my mind. Wash your hands. Don't make the mistake the Raiders made. Wash your hands of the history. Say, look, it, we're going to leave the history in Oakland. And I think they should do what the Browns did. Leave it there. If somebody wants to go become the Oakland A's again, let Oakland have it. Start it new. Mm. Do what the Baltimore Ravens did. They say, look, at the Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns. We're leaving it in Cleveland. Cleveland, you want to have a team one day, you can have it. And then, bam, Cleveland got a team again. Cleveland Browns became a thing. If baseball works. And, it's, if it, and, it's, and it can still reference to history without actually changing the perception of the franchise or of the city. It's not a bad idea. I, I just think there's so many things. It's it, Everything feels like not rushed, but it feels like it's being pushed rather well, than the like, building is, but you're going to have plenty of time. I mean, 2028 is a long time from now before they actually play baseball here. So it's a long time from now. One star Gorov just came in a chat and said, as a Vegas resident, I feel like I have more of an incentive to root against the A's than for the A's. Do you think there'll be that backlash? No, but I think there's definitely people who are going to say you weren't invited and you showed up. 
So mm. I think there's definitely going to be that angle, but it will go away. Just like with the Raiders, there were, if there they were people, win, it'll go away. There are people who told me that they would never go to the stadium because of how upset they were. that public money was being utilized and they go to the stadium. So like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I'll never go to a Raider game. I'm not doing that. This is, I'm not supporting this. This is ridiculous. I, I mean, it was, it was so funny. And then they built it. And then a big concert came in or a big game came through or a bowl game came through. And all of a sudden you're going the same thing's going to happen with the baseball. Same thing. Right. People will go, people will, will enjoy it. They'll have a good time and they'll forget about the fight and forget about the anger because it, at the end of the day, it is our money, but it's not out of your pocket directly. You have no right. knowledge of where it goes. So they waive the tax, which is what they wanted. So they're just like the Knights and just like the Raiders now. So there's that. How we park there, I have no clue. Can't oh, wait boy. to see. Can't wait to see all of that. But it's a long time away before we before we play baseball, and they got a bunch of time to kind of answer those questions as to what do you do. Because my question is, can they stay in Oakland if, like our friend Bernie Fratto said from Fox Sports Radio when he was on the show last week, to so the second the lease is up at the end of next year, they're going to kick them out. Well, where do they go? Where do the A's play for three seasons until they get the ballpark in Vegas ready? That's a great question. I I don't know. He said, I mean, Bernie on the show said that they have to come to some compromise that they're going to stay there. If they stay in Oakland and they're pulling an average of 2,500 fans now, what are they going to pull when everyone knows they're leaving in three years? <sighs> I mean, Montreal picked up and moved, or just did they? They went to Washington, right? Did they, that? That was the team that became the Nationals, or no? Yes, yeah. Expos became the Nationals, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, how do you stay the A's? And what are you going to play in Portland? You gonna you can you're not going to play at the ballpark here. You're not going to play at the Aviators. You should, but they won't. I wouldn't be in, in heaven if they did, but they won't. I mean, if the weather was like this, they would. <laughs> if we had this all summer. <laughs> There's going to be huge pushback if they try to play in not a dome stadium here. Yeah, the PA won't be furious. Yeah. Oh, I, I would agree. I, mean, uh -huh. I would agree. How are they going to have games in July and August? They'll be whining and complaining. I mean, although, like the kids play in it. I mean, you know, UNLV plays in it. Oh, you can play in it. It's just you're not you. They're used to playing in it versus a team from Toronto coming to Vegas to play in yeah, it. It's a little hot, but they'll be fine. Might be a home field advantage. That well, there could be. I mean, the balls are going to fly. I mean, as we know, I mean, that's going to be every oh, game. We'll be, be over. overs all the time. <laughs> every game. Oh, of course, you think Coors Field's got some high <laughs> totals. Wait till you see Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is the new Coors Field. Man, that's going to be, be a tough number to make every day. It'd be 13 and a half, 14 all the time. I mean, you look at the aviator totals. Yep. The games are routinely 15 and a half or sometimes 16 and they go over. So it's an interesting, I mean, I get it. And I get why Harper would say that. Um, I think a lot of people would feel like that Gorov and like people that have been here a long time. Yeah. I'm a baseball fan. I've lived here 20 years. I would love to have major league baseball here. And you're going to get it. I mean, it's just a matter of when are you going to get it and how are you going to get it is the question. And Having I think, you pick me up and drive me down there. I don't want to park. It's I can't wait to see how they're going to navigate all of this and, and navigate. Gosh. I mean, I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago about it and they said, you know, your, your, your take that 
cars are not going to be allowed on the strip, this could help to push it forward to say, we're not going to let people drive on the strip. Las Vegas Boulevard is not going to be a drivable street. Turn it into like Fremont Street. Yes. It's not going to be a drivable street. They're going to shut down the parade route. Could very well be one day what, what we see being shut down. This I just can't. I mean, not that I, I mean, it can't happen. I just can't mentally visualize it. Because um, people are going to say you can't have 30,000 people pouring out of that one intersection. And I mean, at least when they do like man, when they do the MGM grand garden arena, you get pushed back into the casino. So that 22,000 people come out and they go into the casino. They don't go onto the street. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. People- and then they go to valet or they go to South park and everybody gets their cars, different times, different. There's not a, yep. you know, a I mean, when you go to the Knights games, they all park in those peripheral lots and then they feed them either, you know, out onto, um, Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra or, right on the back freeway right. that way. Like they don't want you going towards the strip. They want you going towards Frank Sinatra and in, in the highway, like get out, don't go near it. So right. how, when you spill this many people over, like you're asking for pedestrian problems, like you're asking for guys to get, you know, kids to get hit by cars and shit. So that's the, that's the worry. I, when we have that right there. So like, there's a lot of thought like, okay, people are going to start to say, well, should we even allow cars down there and then have some alternative, alternative parking spots, whatever park at Mandalay Bay, you know, I don't know. We're a ways away from answering those questions, but I mean, the A's believe it's over. The A's broadcasters believe it. It's over. Like it's how the A's handle it going forward. I'd be very curious. I don't think that these players on this roster or even next year's roster will care because they're, it's 2028 is a long time from now. <laughs> a lot of the guys playing today aren't going to be even in the big leagues playing correct. In, 20, in 2028. That's correct. How do you think it feels to play on that team? Like Major League. I mean, feels last, like you're on Major League. Right. But I mean, last last night, not last night, the night before, they did the reverse protest game. They had a big crowd. There was energy. They won. <laughs> then... Last night, I don't know what the announced attendance was, but Awful. it looked like it was sparse, sparse to say the least. Nice. They were up three to one. They had a lead, and then the, the Rays right. came back and won it six yeah. to three to give me a yeah. reprieve on my losing on betting against the A's. So today's the last day of the experiment? Today's the last day of the experiment. Ends Can't today. get out, huh? You're going to end in the negative no matter what happens? I mean, I could double down and hammer and try to make no. Whoa, it's, whoa, I mean, whoa. it's not responsible. Yeah, it's a bad idea. It's a lot of responsible gambling. Yeah, no, here. I'm going to wind up if they win and cover today. Uh, I will wind up um, down 1.9 units on the experiment over 30 days. Uh, yeah, 28 games. I think it is 28 games. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, it definitely could be worse. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot of action. It took, much worse. A, it took a historic streak <laughs> to kill me, <laughs> to beat you. I mean, it's, you know, and it's a great story. We'll talk about, do you remember in 2023 when we were doing the show and we did the A schedule and we went through and did yep. this? And I mean, the oh, number no. of wins during the streak is what? Nine? Is they're playing to win 10 today or they're playing, they're eight and they're playing to win nine. The number was good. It was good. Your number, number was great. Was number ten was good. I thought. I, I bet. I said under, under seven. I thought they were going to get to, but yeah, they're, they're, I think they lose today. So it'll be nine. I think what they'll wind the up with. Matchup today. They, they have a, not a good matchup. Uh, Bradley today. and Blackburn. Blackburn's bad. Bad. 
This is B versus B. Yeah. Bradley versus Blackburn. Right there. Two dollar favorite again. Yep. Tampa's minus every day. Minus two ten totals eight and a half. Yeah. Man. You dare ride with the A's here to take two out, no. take three out of four. No, this is a split, right? Yeah. Rays run today. Right. Questions win today. What do they, they cover the run line? The game starts uh, in ten minutes. By the way, twelve thirty-seven Pacific. You're right. Oh well, we'll keep an eye on it while we're finishing the show. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So the A's are nine and twenty-five at home. Tampa Bay's eighteen and fifteen overall. Four, three, two. That's all Tampa wins. is on the road is eighteen and fifteen. Yeah, they one of the best home records in baseball. Wow, that's a uh, big split. Blackburn is a. Uh, decent starter for them actually he hasn't been that bad. Right um, at home, two point two five ERA, only four innings pitched though. Uh, on the road, four point zero nine. Both games he started were on the road. Oh no, he started one game at home. He did start one game at home. How? Wow, he, he only went. He barely even. My gosh, that first start was four innings. Okay, then the next two starts were on the road. So this is he hasn't pitched at home since May 29th. Mm. Uh Seven five loss to the Marlins and two to one win over the Milwaukee Brewers. But you know, probably low scoring go through the order one time, maybe. Yeah, sounds like he doesn't start that much. He's probably an opener. Typical. And then Bradley going four and three with a four point one nine ERA for for Tampa. His road ERA is one point seven one. His home ERA is seven point one three. Now that's what you call a split. <laughs> <laughs> Must have got. Sh- Lacked once at home. To bu- Opposing batting game. average at home is 301. Opposing batting average on the road is 200. Earn runs at home, 14. Earn runs on the road, four. 14 earn runs in 17 and two thirds at home. Yeah, four he got, earn. Yeah, he got blasted. He must have pitched in one of those Dodger games where they finished double digits, winner and loser. There was like 12 11, right? 11 to 10 and 13 to. 10 or something with three four games. earned runs in 21 innings pitched on the road. It's very good. He yeah. got, let's see what blew up his, his ERA had to be one of the starts against the Dodgers. He um, had to pitch against. No, he didn't. He pitched. No. Nope. He pitched at home against Texas. Only lasted three and two thirds, gave up four earned runs. Okay. Pitched at home against Toronto. Only lasted four innings, gave up four earned runs in that game. Hmm. And then only and lasted five at home against the Astros, giving up three earned runs, and five against the Red Sox, giving up three earned runs. So his road starts were Cincinnati, Mets, Cubs, and Red Sox. Sounds like an over to me. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. That game sounds like an over. Yeah. Man, I was going to bet Baltimore today. They're up. Three to two. Three two. I got the game on right now. Yeah. Top, three I was, two. I was gonna bet. Uh, I like the Orioles, although I did like the over in that game, so I'm glad I didn't bet that either. So that was there. You go. I avoided that just uh, a little bit. Uh, what do you make of the Cardinals? They've lost eight of ten, five in a row. Bad. Five in a row. Goodness. Eight and a half games out of first place in the Central, and there's yes. a lot of anger in in St. Louis right now. Oh, they're mad, man. Where this team is right now, they want heads to roll, and they're not going to fire anybody at the moment. Madman. Um, I don't know. This is this is so it's June 15th, too early to talk about buyer seller, in my opinion. But this okay. is when the conversation starts. The next 20 days to July 4th, right? 
will determine where they go as far as that goes. Um, 13 and 21 at home. They have a negative 13 run differential. We should do it tomorrow. We should go through the next 20 days with the Cardinals tomorrow. Okay. Let's do it. Go through and see. That way, if, um, you know, some other people in the content space start talking about the Cardinals and going through their schedule. We'll know where they got it from. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, we'll do the Cardinals tomorrow. We'll go through the schedule. Oh, no, it's it's no bueno. It's no bueno? <laughs> it's no bueno. The NL Central, it's the worst division of baseball. That's what everybody keeps telling me. What, are they not playing the division teams? They play uh, of the next until the 9th of July. They play one series against the division. It's a two-gamer against the Cubs. That's it. Uh, oh. Yeah. It's Mets, Nationals, Cubs, Astros, Yankees, Marlins, White Sox. Oh, that's, I mean, they got to win more games than they lose, obviously, but they got to win, I think, maybe they got to play close to 600 baseball to get turn this thing around and get back in it. <laughs> wow. Mean, playing, playing Houston, the Astros, Yankees, Marlins. That stretch is not easy. That's bang, bang, bang. That's three in a row. Uh-huh. Home, then home, catch road. the White Sox. And then the White Sox on the road. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's meh. <laughs> uh-uh. So that's what's like, their, are you looking at the standings? What's their division record right now? Uh, their division record is, oh, hold on. Cardinals division record right now is... I'll give you the expanded. JC from KC just said the Missouri two Missouri teams are the worst in each league. Kansas City. Oh, that's right. Louis. 18 and 50 for the Royals oh. and 27 and 42 for the Ooh. Cardinals. The Cardinals are seven and 16 in one run games this year. That's, that's bad. That's got to be the worst in baseball. Yeah, that's that's one really games. Man, that's really man. bad. The the the, the uh, Cardinals are. Against the Central, they're 10 and 13. Sorry, against the East, they're 0 and 3. Okay. Against the Central, they're 10 and 13. Okay. And against the West, they're 7 and 13. Oh, so they, they almost, that's almost done playing the NL West. Huh. And 10 and 13 in the interleague games. Well, they still got a lot of games left against the division. How about this? The Cardinals and the Brewers are the only two teams with winning records against the central pirates 10 and six pirates and brewers. You said Cardinals and brewers. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Pirates and brewers. Sorry. Pirates and brewers are 10 and six, eight and five for the brewers, 11 and 12 for the reds, five and eight for the Cubs, 10 and 13 for the Cardinals. Huh? Wow. Well, listen, St. Louis is a great baseball town. We got people that watch the show and listen to the show from the area, uh, the state. They're not used to this. Mm -mm. This is this is one of those things. St. Louis is in contention every year. Uh, They're either in the win the division or make the wild card. You know, this is this is a different uh, a different kind of baseball season for them. Yeah. So, you know, we'll we'll see again. It's still too early to say you're out. I mean, unless you're the, the Royals. Sorry, Jason. They're only eight and a half games out of first place. It's not a lead that's... St. Louis is only eight and a half games out of first place? Uh-huh. And the Red Sox are how many games out of first place in their division? Mm, 14. Wow. And the Red Sox have 
The Red Sox are 34 and 35. They're one game under 500. They're 14 games back. A <laughs> little bit of a different Sometimes division. Sometimes it isn't fair. No, but, wow. but, the, but the third wild card is, I mean, look at the wild card. The Red Sox are five games out of the third wild card spot, which is dumb. And the Cardinals are nine and a half games out of the third wild card spot because the central is so bad. <laughs> They're further from the third wild card than they are from first place in the division. <laughs> that's insane, right? That's just absolutely nuts. But that's how bad the, that's how bad the NL central is. But the Pirates keep losing games. They're still in first place. They lost two in a row to the Cubs. They got the Cubs again look today. At, and they're still in first look place. Look at Arizona. Arizona has a three-game lead over the Dodgers. They've lost three straight. This is this bizarre. Show. I love this. Show. <laughs> Do you see how this flows? Yeah. I mean, this is professional stuff. <laughs> People don't understand the work that goes into this and how this, you know, on a golf course they call it ham and egg. Like we ham and egg it pretty good. You know mm. what I'm saying? What do you think of the Serpiente's hat here? That thing is awesome. I mean, this is That might be the best hat not? you've ever worn on this show. This Serpiente's. That might be the best hat you've ever worn on this show. Oh, my gosh. Where I've never even seen that hat before. I know. It's unbelievable. I saw it, and I immediately was like, I'm getting this. And I didn't know what it was at first. And I don't, I mean, this is a, this is a serpent or something on the side. I don't even know what that is, but sure, whatever. yeah, it's the Serpientes <laughs> for the, for the snakes, for the diamondbacks. Right. Of course. Who still have a lead. I don't think the diamondbacks are going away. They play today. That game starts in two minutes. Let's go quickly. Do it then. Nola. Look at that. Look at that. Nel- Nelson and Nola totals yeah. nine. Yeah. Philly favored today. What do you think of this Phillies hat? This is Phillies with the P. Oh, I like. I do like that. That's, That's nice. Nice, right? Look, at I that. like that Phillies hat. I do. That's yeah. a nice Phillies hat. The kids are doing amazing things with the hats now. The other one was better, them? but under yeah. on the under lid. Yeah. Oh yeah, this one has a pink under lid or magenta. I don't know what the what the hell that color is, but whatever. Either way, uh, I want to shout out Lauren too. Um, she she's trying to get me in trouble. She's watching the show. Appreciate okay. it more and the better. Yes. She talked about how much she's in her bald daddy era of her <laughs> life right now and appreciated my <laughs> I'm just saying she liked it. Not everybody can pull off the baldy, but she did a, a gift oh of a guy getting his head rubbed by a, an attractive woman. And I said, I don't understand why I, I got questioned. This is what I'm saying. I told a bunch of questions. I told, I told while we were deciding about the parade, I got the what's the story with the bald daddy thing? And I was like, listen, I'm retired. I don't want no more title shots. I'm out of the game. Okay. She likes my bald head. A lot of people like my bald head. You should like it too. She's not a big fan, but it is what it is. I like the Phillies today. Ooh, okay. You? No opinion. I like the sweep thing. Always bet the sweep. Always. And once wow. years ago, bet the sweep. So, okay. All right. I don't know. Short favorite, though. It's not too expensive, so it's not bad. Uh, that game will start here. I, I mean, D-backs aren't feeling the pressure yet because the Dodgers are losing, too. So it works out. Right. Them. So they can lose three games in a row and not lose any ground being first place still. So it's June. Arizona's in first place. Kind of crazy, but it's what it is. They're not going away. Nope. Rookie of the year. 
They got arms. They got a bullpen. Kids hitting crazy too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I I think um, you know, and as we get closer to July fourth, and then comes the All Star break, that's when you really start to pick and choose. But we gotta we gotta get there first. We got fifteen days left in June, and then yeah. first two weeks of July to help you limp to to that finish line <sighs> of making these bets and all this other stuff. Oh, the I Diamondbacks thought, are bet on more than they're not. I thought you meant the 75 hard. I'm limping to the end of that. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant to the end of you. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, what's the end of July? Still, you're fine. You're doing a job, man. That's <sighs> that's that's outstanding. You sound tired though. Sometimes at night you're like, I'm Marshawn Lynch, man. Last night it's it's always fun. First it was Habib. Last night was Marshawn Lynch. It's just neat to live in this town, and they all work out late at night. You know, I was there at the gym last night at nine o'clock, and I just kind of looked up and I was like, oh, hi. (laughs) It's like there's Marshawn Lynch. Okay, who now I guess is a personal trainer in Vegas because he was working out. Somebody was training somebody, so. It's funny. So that third floor that I go up to that no one's up there, I'm always up there by myself. So he was up there. Yes. So they've given him access to the stereo that I didn't know anybody else had access to the stereo. Mm. So Marshawn decided to, um, let's just say, not play his music quietly. (laughs) I like that. We all have headphones on for a reason. Like we're all trying to individually listen to what we want to listen to. Right. Marshawn, boom. (laughs) up to 10 you're listening to what i'm listening to whether i don't really care what you think i'm just gonna crank it and i was like who the hell is controlling this and then i realized it was him and i was like oh no one's gonna tell him to stop (laughs) that's the that's the thing right whoever gets like you know the kids call it the aux who gets control the Uh aux aux right when we get in the car i get aux i get aux it's like calling it you know shotgun yeah right what we used to do so when marshawn gets the aux control talked about yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? Excuse me. Yeah, Marshall, um, sir. Take care of your chicken and turn the volume down. In I, fact, and no, I, nobody's I, saying that. I have so. no idea how you put a helmet on in pads on that guy and he runs at you full speed. Nope. Like that guy in person, I have no idea how Pete Carroll did not give him the football. <laughs> like, how did you not give that guy the ball? Home run. Orioles oh. in the bottom of the eighth. Dang it. Austin Hayes, they lead 4-2 now. Mm-hmm. Bottom of the All eighth. Right. Well, let's give you a little update here. U.S. Oh. Open update. Stunning development. Stunning? Stunning. Stunning. Ricky Fowler, who can't even tie his shoes some days. He's playing good. Seven under. Two-stroke lead at the U.S. Open. After I gave out Ricky first round leader yesterday. You did not. On... Yes, I did with Gabe what, and Cam. What, you, I, I said what'd you the throw, What'd you throw a dart at the board? No, I said, listen, why is nobody talking about Ricky going into this? Because he's been so, awful. He's been good lately. He's been hovering around. I said, Ricky, top 20 finish for the tournament. But oh, okay. Why not come out in the first round and, and hang a low number? Because, you know, those first round odds are just absurd. Yep. Like you want to talk about a fun way to bet golf. It's hard. It's really hard. It's a lottery ticket. Oh, it is. But like the numbers are so high. You could take a shot with five guys and just, right. you know, get a sweat on Thursday and then it's done. Yep. You know, a lot of people like to bet the, the Yerfies and the Nerfies, the yes in the first inning, no in the first inning, because they don't want to commit to watching it. Same thing with the golf. Four days, Father's Day weekend might be a little wow. busy. You bet the first Ricky- round. He's got three holes left on the round. He's seven under through 15. 
He's got two bogeys on this round. This round could even be better than what he's got cooking right now. So a 32 coming in. He's got he's four under on his he back. Eagle? Is, he has to have an eagle. No. That's all birdies. He went bird. He started on the 10th hole. He okay. went birdie, bogey, birdie, par, birdie, par, birdie, bogey, birdie. <laughs> I mean, that's that is a roller coaster of a first nine for Ricky Fowler. But then he went birdie, birdie, birdie to start the turn. Par, par, birdie on the sixth hole. So most birdies you ever made in a row playing golf. In a row? Yeah. Three. I made three birdies in a row once. I wanted to walk off the course. Right. Yeah. I was like. I, eh, I've done that actually a bunch. I've done three in a row. Because I've done like a par five, a par three, and then a par five. So I've done that pretty. I've done that a lot where I've gone birdie, birdie, birdie. Yeah. But I don't believe I've ever gone with four. I don't think I've ever done four birdies in a row. Yeah. I birdie to par five. Stuck a tremendous shot on a par three. It was yeah. almost like a tap. And I was like, that right. was great. And then hit a driver and approach shot and had it kind of a little bit of a distance putt and it went two in. Putt, yeah. Or two and I was like, in, yeah. birdie, birdie, birdie. What just happened? I mean, and, you know, on the scorecard, the way yeah. I was taught, I circled circle, the bird. Circle, circle. Yeah. Three circles. It's pretty good. No, like, no, it's great. I think it was like 11, 12, 13. I said, I'm done. I don't want to, I didn't want to oh, yeah. play the rest of this. I, I was so excited <laughs> and then made a bogey and then had to calm down, finish the round. Yeah. Shot 78 that day. It was amazing. Um, listen, man, when these guys are feeling it like that, is this the way this course is going to go? I mean, are we going to see a low number? It's not supposed to because of the rough, right? I mean, Xander Shoffley's at five under. He has, he has gone with bogey free. Xander's playing the fifth hole of the, on the front, the front, which is his back three, uh, three under on the first two under on the back on the, on the second nine so far. So he's playing really well. Bryson DeChambeau. See, there's a big drop here. Ricky's at seven. Xander's at five. And then you come down to three, two, and one. And that's where everybody's living at the moment. So I don't, I think this is, I mean, it's going to play all day. We're out West. It's, it's, yeah, it's an outlier though. I I think Ricky's round, I think Ricky's round may be an outlier. I don't think we're going to see consistent rounds in the mid sixties. Does he win the tournament? If he, if he goes into clubhouse at seven under, does he win the tournament? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So no, it's Ricky Fowler. Absolutely not. No way. DJN 14W's got a 50 to one ticket on him. Don't say that. It'll be awesome. Congratulations. Hit it. I'd love you to hit it, but it ain't happening. Like this guy's game's a mess. Right. I mean, has Brooks even teed off yet? No, there's so many players to have teed to have teed off yet. Brooks hasn't teed off yet. Rory has Kim Smith hasn't teed off yet. Um no, I, but I'll be curious what the afternoon plays like because, well, the way the rain is going away from it, obviously, because we got there. I mean, Justin Thomas, I bet Justin Thomas last night, uh, I put Jordan Spieth up against Justin Thomas head to head. Okay. It's already three over par. Who is Justin Thomas? Oh, you have Spieth against him in a matchup? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All Spieth, right. Spieth hasn't teed off yet, I don't think, but. I mean, he's already three. Uh, no, that doesn't Jordan Smith. No, but yeah, he's already three over for his first round. I don't know. Justin Thomas. It's, it's, it's strange with some of these guys, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas. I don't know what's going on with these American golfers. They just, they have not been performing, but a lot of people do like Jordan Spieth to win this thing. Right. Spieth, Spieth tees off at one forty-five our time. So 
We'll see how he goes. But yeah, so the all afternoon, I mean, I love you guys on the East Coast hate this because it's late night, but I love when we have the majors on our side of the country because we get off the show and we get to watch, you know, till seven, eight o'clock at night. Do you like this or the British Open time better? The Open Championship. I love the middle of the night, early morning, West Coast, watching that. And then literally... No. Like it's done and I you like go to breakfast. Better. I like this better. Okay. Right. I don't mind getting up in the morning, but I prefer to be able to put something on. You know, I get to go and work around the house and have it on for the whole afternoon. Like I like that. Right. From six, you know, four, five, six, seven, we got golf that's actual going on, not replay golf, but real golf going on. I like that right. a lot. I mean, 10 o'clock, it's weird for those folks who are on the East Coast though, and you guys have 10 p.m. golf, like watching, if you're betting it, you're sweating it at 10 p.m. <laughs> you're watching the guys on the course. I was on with Carver and Lisey yesterday. Carver and Lisey, uh, Lisey's not the big golf guy, but Carver said, I love it. He's yeah. in, he's in, uh, you know, outside of New York. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Like, I it's love like, it's the like, it's like watching a basketball game. But it's a golf tournament. It's great. Right. He puts I, his kids to bed. Yeah. And the golf is still on. That's why I like the British open championship. And, um, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we, we, um, that was your phone, right? Not mine. That was mine. Yeah. Okay. Am I available to do some testing? Not right now, sir. I'm testing. What's it talking about? So, all right. Chef Benny has a question. We have not done an ask the BVB segment in a while. We have not. So we haven't asked the BVB tag segment for today. You're probably going to be able to get the book by the graphic and by the font, but we'll, we'll let the book name go nameless because they're not the only ones doing this. So let's put it on the screen. This is how certain books are writing little bit of information about the bet. So no playoff to decide the event. There's not been a playoff since 2008. Leading right. score after round one will be four under or better has happened four years in a row. Winning score to be minus six or better happened five of the last six years. How do you feel about the books not just putting the bets up now, but actually giving some stats to either influence the play or shade it one way or the other? Ugh. Why? Why? Why are we doing this? Why? What, what? What's the purpose of this? I don't really know. You, I mean, that's why I'm asking. It's a great question by Chef Benny. What? Why are the books doing this? Why aren't they just putting up the bet and letting the public decide? <sighs> is this somebody wrote, wrote this in the comment section it's like asking the dealer what to do at a blackjack table well i mean i don't have a problem with that the, the dealer can give you their opinion and the dealer should know basic strategy right so that's the same that's so if that's okay this why isn't is it, basic strategy this is an opinion your opinion is being swayed by the facts well there's a fact or there the, i mean they're just stating the fact they're not trying to sway your opinion they're just they're telling not. you no they're just telling you what how often the bet has hit. They're swaying your opinion by not offering the no price. Well, that's the true. issue. Okay. That's is the one way pricing. Okay. That's, Fair. that's the problem with it. That's I, I don't listen. I, I tweeted it. I tagged Benson because I knew he would have uh, lots a to good say. take. <laughs> and um, what did he say exactly? I want to read it because the word he was said, I could do with I could do without the predatory language, right? 
It was, uh, I could do without the predatory vernacular. Vernacular, excuse me. Yes. Okay, that's the word. I was very impressed with that vocabulary, <laughs> one. And then two, someone chimed in and said, well, what word would you use for it? And he said, rapacious. <laughs> Which if you look up rapacious. <laughs> Why would you? Exactly. <laughs> what it is it's very um it's very directed it's encouraging action yeah which that's what they're trying to do is the book but i responded with a dragnet reference and for those of you that have no idea what dragnet is or was age yourself exactly (laughs) joe friday was the detective and he would say just the facts ma'am just the facts all we need is the book, in my opinion, is the price and the bet. I don't need the extra. This, like the kids say, in my opinion, is extra. And I think by putting it the way they put it and how they put it, they are swaying opinion. You don't think so? I don't know. It's hard to say because it is a factual statement. The problem is... You can have a factual statement the other way too, and you can't yes. bet it. Fair, correct. That's what I mean. Stats are always skewed. Like if, if you say it happened four years in a row, but before that it hadn't happened for 25 years, does that change your opinion of the information being presented? Uh, it could. It could, right? So that's absolutely. I, 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 so but my problem is, is that you as a book, you are determining and deciding what types of information you're going to disclose to a public that is not readily uh, used to or has access to the same types of, of, of stats and information that you do. So they wouldn't even look it up. Right. They would so, just look at that menu and go, and oh, go, oh, I'm going to bet the streak. But this is or this is really interesting. I'm just going to bet this. Yeah. I mean, this is how these same game parlays that are pre-made are getting bet. People don't want to take the time, one, to do the research, or two, have an opinion. They want to have the opinion given to them. They want to have the bet given to them. I don't agree with that at all. In life, you should think for yourself and seek information and trust. Yeah, but people buy scratch tickets all the time. They don't want to think. They just want to scratch it off. They buy lottery tickets with pre-made numbers. They don't want to think. They just want to be given it. So like same game parlays go into the same category in my mind of just people don't want to have to think. They just want to bet five bucks to see if they can win a hundred or thousand or 500,000 or whatever it is. It's a lottery ticket. But when you put the information down, I think you do everything or nothing. I don't think you can cherry pick. Yeah. it's And they're it's, cherry picking what they're putting out. I I just, you know, you, you have to – I don't know whose job it is. I mean, it's kind of ours in, in the content space and, you know, grown-ups and dads and, you know, just people that have people watching us or listening to us, whose responsibility it is. I don't – everything is becoming so convoluted. But there are states that are going to call this out, though. There are, are states. There? Yes. I know Mass will. I mean, Massachusetts will will have these conversations. They'll want to know from the book, why are you putting this up? Explain to us what, when you chose to do this, why did you do it? Because they're not going to do things that are going to hurt their bottom line. They're only going to do things that are going to help their bottom line. 
listen, a lot of these things like this list here, great job with the graphic, by the way. Um, they're not going to get a lot of handle. They're not. So they're not going to get a lot of if handle. They start doing no, those things are not going to get a lot of handle. No, but, but I mean, it's summer. And if, if one they per, get wait, any handle. Yeah. We, cause we talked about this when it came to the DraftKings. Kings or sorry to, to, to the, 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 the fan, the uh, Barcel sports book can't miss parlay thing. If there's one person that gets confused by what we're doing, thinking it's actually can't miss, then you can't use that language. If there's one person that comes onto that and gets swayed or confused by the information that's put forth, or if it's wrong, my other worry is who's to say this information is right. Who's the one making sure that it's right? Like it doesn't say like Elias, according to Elias sports sports bureau. Like it doesn't say like someone is telling them this information to guarantee its authenticity. Shouldn't there be a neutral party? Without a doubt. A hundred percent. There should be a neutral party. That's that the is, I mean, because if you get some, you know, 18 year old or fine, some 22 year old college graduate, 18 year old should not be gambling. No, sorry. That's, that's why I changed 22 year old intern who's responsible for pulling stats and trends. And he just makes a mistake or she makes a mistake and just writes the wrong thing down and it goes up and people are betting off of it. And you find out, well, actually it hasn't been five years in a row. It's been two years in a row. That's a are big you difference. Do it again. If you find that out, like if you bet it, then you find out it's not accurate. Now, how do you feel? You feel horrible, but the book's got to be held accountable. You completely lose trust in the book. Do you not? Well, I don't know how much trust there is in a book anyway, but I understand. But if you, if you figure out that you've gotten lied to just in any relationship period, whether it's yeah. a media relationship, right. yeah, 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 you know, yeah. you find things out after the fact, after you were right. told, you become very off. distrustful of the entire of thing. And you go, you know what? Either I'm not doing business with them, period, anymore, or I'm not doing that anymore, those bets. So why put them up from the book's perspective? I'd be the guy in the room saying, just put the prices up, right. put the bet offerings up. <laughs> alone. You don't need all this other stuff. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it less scary. They're trying to make it. They're trying it to take- should be a little scary, though, shouldn't it? I would agree, but this is also, we're trying to get new gamblers to stick around in your customer retention, right? You don't want the gamblers to be afraid. You want to make them feel warm and fuzzy. Like, I'm your good old neighborhood bookmaker. We're here to help you. Like, don't be worried. Don't be afraid. We're all here to help. Like, so that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to soften the menu, make it look more like you know something, like you feel right. more comfortable Right. buying the bet because you need something. It's an, it's a buy trigger. I don't know if it works or not. I guess we'll find out, but I have more of a problem with who is the one guaranteeing the stat. I, I want to find out. I want to have someone guarantee the stat that the stats actually real. So we've talked about this for a year and a half now doing the show, which by the way, I cannot believe every month we get closer to another month. I'm like, still doing the show. <laughs> I got, I got a, a text today. You guys are doing a great job with the show. What are you doing for football? I'm like, it's June 15th. Why you're asking me this now? I yes, asked you this. It's football. April. It's football season. I understand it is coming up. It is football season. Officially, I guess it's football season, but yeah, but yeah. Um, I just don't know if this is the place for this, like with the whole thing. I'd be in the room saying, we don't need it. Don't get involved. It's hard enough. Like during when we started doing all of the extra props for the Super Bowl, 
the explanations were more important than the damn bet. It had to be right because if you're wrong, you got to go to a gaming commission hearing. And those are not fun. Although Linehan does a great job reporting <laughs> on that last one. And, but, I mean, North Carolina just passed it. There's states coming on board. Did you see Vermont passed it? I mean, great. My, my dad's going to start betting now. Great. <laughs> oh, is he going to text us for place? Probably. Yeah. Oh, I'm God. Kidding. There we go. Excellent question, Chef Benny. Thank you yes. for providing it. Good job. Speaking of Massachusetts, big drop for Mass from April, March and April. Bruins were live, Celtics were live, and then May tank right way down. Yeah. I bring this up only to ask you this question. Right. The overall state hold is 13.6%. Less volume, higher hold. Is that on purpose? Less straight bets, more parlays. That's what they're doing. That's what happens. So according to uh, a couple of different sites uh, that are covering this, bookies.com being one of them, that they've got the information that, that they've put up that – the promotional spend, the books cut a, a big portion of their promotional spend went away. Because remember, in mass, in mass, you have to report everything. You can't just, they don't let you play the funny money game. You, you got to talk about promo money is money. It's reported as such. Yeah, I give you a lot of shit for the Boston stuff. Like, but I so love what the gaming commission's doing in Massachusetts. <laughs> like this is, this is one of my favorites and all of the ones that I'm paying attention to because they ask all the right questions. They got people. Now I don't know if they know what the right answers are, but at least they're asking the right questions. And that's a good question. Now we know this also firsthand, the promotional spend is coming backwards from all states, not just Massachusetts. With the promotional spend down, if you're not giving the money to bet, a lot of people go, I'm going to the beach. I'm going to watch a movie, although movies stink now, too. We talked about that. Or I'm just going to go exercise or do something else, and I'm not going to bet. This is the ebb and flow of the business, especially in the spring. And if your local team is not good and you keep telling me and telling everybody that the Red Sox are not good, some people won't bet anything unless they're betting their local team. Handle has no, to they're not, yeah. The, the, the handle in mass, I can't wait to say June, July, and August because it's going to be pathetic. It's going to be bad. Can you imagine if the Celtics would have got to the finals? The number wouldn't have dropped that much. You know, there would have been there would have been a lot more. Bets. Went, but Boston went seven and seven ATS. I know, but they would have bet them. Like yeah, if they had got to the yeah. finals, it would have had four or five more games. Number yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, yeah, definitely. Four, you would have had four or five more numbers. And they might yeah. have spent a little more in a promotional money to Fair. keep that yeah. going. Fair, yeah. So as you soon as the more. Bruins yep. lose in a first round, bye-bye. Yep, goodbye, click that, it. Yep. Oh, wow. We, we, we won all of that money, Yeah. so the Don't whole percentage goes up. Then the Celtics go down. The whole percentage goes up even more. They don't need to do nothing. We're good for a month or two. What's an ideal? I mean, obviously higher than like what's what's a big like thirteen point six percent in the it's too it, much. It's too much. Okay. I mean, because Benson talks about it a lot. Going like yeah. you can run a, a a so the Euro guys, the English guys, they'll tell you this is ideal. Okay, but they don't take bets from a lot of people that might actually have a clue or win. I mean. The stuff I used to do, we didn't even look at whole percentage. It was just like, how much did we win or lose? I've seen models run on 3%. 
Wow. That's, I mean, but you got to have gigantic volume. But I mean, what's more, 13% of a million or 3% of 100 million? 3%, right? Yeah. Give me more business. Give me more right. customers. Keep them playing. Keep them going. I don't need to take them all. Right. Take all their money. We just trade money back and forth. And I got the juice working for me as the book. That's the way the business I knew, learned, was taught, and did. That's the way it worked. I'm being told that I'm a dinosaur. And, you know, I still read newspapers as evidenced by my my thing I showed you. I don't read newspapers, actually. But old models like that are out. The new models with same-game parlays. Books providing one-way markets with facts. People betting. That's the new. That's the new age. Hmm. Time for the Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day. <laughs> Omaha Steaks Searing Hot Take of the Day. Before we get to it, this is really like the last day, guys. You got to get after it today if you're going to order. After. You can rush order. Go to omahasteaks.com in the search bar. It's BVB up top. They'll activate a 60% savings on the dad's favorite grill package, which is a ton of food for a hundred bucks, plus eight free Omaha steak burgers shipped directly to wherever you want it shipped. Your dad, uncle, grandfather, yourself, whatever. Great deal. It's running out, time running out. Father's Day is Sunday. You really got to get on that like today if you're going to go and make that purchase. Search bar. BVB, omahasteaks.com to get 60% off the Father's Day grill favorite pack today, plus eight Omaha steak burgers for free. Can you do a Rubik's Cube? I used to be able to. I haven't touched a Rubik's Cube in a while. Guy set a record yesterday for being able to solve a Rubik's Cube in 3.1 seconds. I mean, was it all messed up or did he have to take two turns? Nope, it was messed up. It was completely scrambled. Completely scrambled. How did he do it that fast with the hands? Watching it is insanity. It's completely and totally nuts. I think I've solved a Rubik's Cube like once in my life. I did it in 3.1 seconds. World record. Fastest ever to do it. I, I mean, it's so impressive when you see it done. And I remember being unable to do it when Rubik's cubes came out and going, why can I get this side and this side and this side, but the other side is a mess. Hold on. You remember when they came out? (laughs) You remember Rubik's cubes actually? Wow. When they came out, like their ads for it. You remember that? That How old were you? But yes. How old were you? (laughs) When did the Rubik's cube come out? Google it right now. Somebody in the chat put when the Rubik's cube came out. I believe it was in high school. You were in high school? What? Are you sure? Yeah. 1974. You were not in that's, high school. That's not when a Rubik's Cube came out. It was invented in 1974 by a Hungarian sculptor and professor of architecture. It started being sold in the U.S. when? 1980. I was 10 years old. I was 10 wow. years old in 1980. Yeah. So I was in, I was going in uh, 10, I was in fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah, we went to middle school. That's when that's when everybody was would had one. I couldn't solve. Wow, one. the first world record was four point eight seconds. Then it was three point four seven seconds until yesterday when a kid did it in three point one three seconds. That's a fast trigger. That can't. I mean, how do you do it in three point one seconds? 
it's not a fast trigger. You, there's a video of it literally on Twitter right now. You can go and find it. And the kid puts it down. It's all messed up. And then zoom, he just goes ahead and runs right through and does it. It's it's dumb how fast he does it. The kids I mean, it's go just, crazy. It's a pattern <laughs> of you know turns and twists and turns and twists and stuff. Once you learn it, it's the same. Doesn't matter what the, the, the squares are. You find the white and you do the done how do you do it in three seconds kendall if you're watching the show go get your rubik's cube and watch the video and we'll see how fast you can do it it's i funny. can't believe it. some guys slowed it down and said that he got robbed he actually did it in 2.98 seconds not 3.13 what because the human click is was too slow right so when too he puts it slow when he puts it down it's actually 2.98. And for the time for the human eye to see it go down to the click of the button to stop the stopwatch is 3.1. He actually did it in 2.9. See, 2. this 98. is a little known fact of like, you know, we have the brigade. We got to meet a lot of them. They do a lot of things both in and um, out of mm -hmm. the gambling life. Right. Just got a text from Tyler, BetSmart okay. US in the chat. He can solve the Rubik's Cube blindfolded. Doesn't what? even have to look at it. Yes. How's yes. that even possible? I'm just telling you, when Tyler says it, you can start from any pattern and reset the pattern. That's what he told him. But so. you have to have knowledge of what the pattern is first. You have to see it first. Apparently, Tyler would put a blindfold over his eyes. We could probably get Tyler to do a video of this. And post it on the show. All right, Tyler, go ahead. Go, go do, do it blindfolded. You'll be on the show tomorrow. We'll put the video on tomorrow. If you could do a, a Rubik's cute. And then the, the, a, a runner up to this is Joe Burrow called Patrick Mahomes, the best QB in the game. I like what he did there. You agree? I mean, Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl, right? He's won two. He won the last one. He did win the last one. So he's the best quarterback in the league right now, no? No. I don't think that that means you're the best quarterback in the league. What? If you win the Super Bowl, that means you're the best quarterback in the league? No. Well, I mean, not. Patrick Mahomes is, is pretty good. Like, oh, I mean, he's extremely better? good. But, but you can have, I mean, there are multiple who's years. Better? Hold on. There were multiple years where, you know, Peyton Manning was the best quarterback of the game, but he wasn't winning Super Bowls. Oh, somehow we're going to mention the Brady guy again? I'm just saying it's the same thing. I mean, that's just was he the fact. best quarterback if he wasn't winning the Super Bowls? Yes. Tom Brady was the best quarterback in the league. Yes, he was the best quarterback for years and he didn't win every Super Bowl. He's still the best quarterback in the league. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the ring does not mean you're the best. It means your team's the best. It doesn't mean you're as a quarterback, you're the best. So who's the best quarterback in the league? In no, right opinion? now it is Patrick Mahomes. I just don't think it's a direct if Mahomes had lost that Super Bowl, I would still say Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. That he's argument in, could be made. He's in his prime right now. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is in his prime. The Chiefs are in a historic run for them. And they're showing some signs of slowing down, but not dramatic signs of slowing mm -mm. down. Mm -mm. Teams are catching up, but I mean, this could be Cincinnati's year. I mean, this could be the year for the Bengals. Mm. If Joe Burrow wins it all this year, I'm not so sure I'd call Joe Burrow the best quarterback in the game over Patrick Mahomes. But I love Joe B. I love Joe B. I it's a little bit. It's a little bit of a. Is this, is this is this a game though? He's playing. It's a little bit of, of a. Course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Psychological game he's playing. Going like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the best. Not me. No, 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 no. It, it's it's 
Look at him. Don't look at me. Do they do that in the media? I mean, I got we got people telling us we got the best show around on the, on the gambling Twitter space and all this other stuff. I think sometimes they're telling us that for the same reason. I would think that's fair. I think yeah. partly true, but just like the Mahomes comment, there's a lot of truth to it. Could be fair a game enough. being played, but there's a lot of truth to it. So Burrow is saying Mahomes being the best. There could be a game to that, but it's not like he's calling some third string scrub the best quarterback in the game. He's calling a really, really good quarterback who's in the conversation for one, two, or three. I don't even think that's a question. He is one, so, two, or three. Yeah. And so, I mean, Burrow yeah. arguably is one, two, or three. I would make that statement as well. So, you can know. we agree it's not Aaron Rodgers or is Aaron Rodgers right now? Number in three. the con- Aaron Rodgers is not in the conversation for best quarterback in the game. No, not in my mind. No, right now I'm, I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers' career. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers in 2023. Right now, right now. on the no. Jets. No, right. how's that calf injury? <laughs> they canceled mini camp. <laughs> <laughs> I love playing Machiavellian with the Jets. It's great. Oh, it's, it's so going to be a fun season. It is. You go ahead and play. Oh, you're canceling minicamp because Rodgers can't practice. Well, yeah, we want to make sure the guys are healthy. Yeah, but Rodgers can't play. Yeah. Is that because you don't want the media to ask the question about what Aaron Rodgers is doing? How is, how is that calf injury for Aaron Rodgers? Could it be an Achilles injury? What's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Oh, boy. It's not going to work in New York. Just buckle up, New York. It ain't going to work. Oh, oh man. We're going to have fun with this all season. This dude is not built for Jets New York City. Aaron Rodgers was at the Taylor Swift concert. Like, this guy is not going to make it in New York City. <laughs> this is not a good place for him to be. This is just, it's, it's, there's a Taylor Swift line where I'm too soft for all of it, and he's just too soft for all of it. <laughs> like, he's just, New York and Aaron Rodgers do not mix. You remember how cool Joe Burrow was when he won the championship at LSU? Yep. It's just, that's when, I mean, you knew the kid had swag and, yeah. and carried himself with confidence and just played. I mean, he delivered. When he was down there and all these LSU fans with their, you know, go Joe Burrow and spelled it with <laughs> E-A-U-X and all that other stuff. Like they change all that stuff every time LSU's good. When LSU's not good, though, you don't hear from them. That's that's. Eh, eh, eh. I, I like my Bayou friends. Oh. I like my Bayou friends, too. I got some very <laughs> dear friends that are Bayou friends. They just get very confident when they when they win. And then I don't hear from them for a while when they're not. So they do win a lot though. So, I mean, you do hear from they them. They do. A lot. They do win a lot. They do. OmahaStakes.com promo code is BVB in the top right hand search bar to get the 60% off. Do it now if you're going to do it because we're running out of time. Uh, right. Okay. One more, one, one game quick and then we'll do better to book it. Yes. White Sox Dodgers tonight. Good pitching matchup. Cease against Grove, minus 145 on the Dodgers, totals nine. What do you make of the White Sox? I don't know what to make of the White Sox. Nobody does. Or Cease, for that matter, either or. Right? Sometimes he's like a Cy Young caliber. Other times he's batting practice. Correct. Um, I don't know. First thought, again, haven't done the baseball work. Over. uh, Specifically for the games later today. So I'll do that in between. Uh, we got another phone call today. We're going to get to that after the show. But um, what's your first thought on this? Over. White Sox. Over. Is what? Over. 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 Okay. 
Yeah. White Sox and over is my first thought. Just looking at it. Mm-hmm. Dive deeper. Grove's going to go what? Two times through the order and if out. That, maybe. Yeah. If that. Bullpen day. Are the White Sox getting hot? Yeah. I don't know. They play they win in the division. Yes, because they play in another division that's complete crap. So like, they'll have a chance potentially to get there too. So yeah, there's it's a daily besmirching of the American League and NL Central portion of the show. I mean, besmirching is just telling the just telling the truth. So you know, yeah. just, just saying two nothing A's by the way. Wow. Or I mean, two nothing Rays. Rays. Oh, Rays. thank you. Okay. Sorry. Ooh. Two nothing Rays. Two nothing Phillies. Oh, well, that's fast. So far, so you're for you in that game. In which one? The Phillies game. Phillies game was, uh, yeah, let's see. No, oh, zero zero after one, two nothing after two. How about that? There we go. Time for better to book. That one has a little Latin flavor. I like it. It's the horn, right? Time for bet it or book it. I only had two games to get into here. Let's talk about Otani and the Rangers. It is Evaldi's right now going to win the Cy Young if the American League Cy Young race ended today. I think he'd be. I think he would probably be the guy that would win the Cy Young. Really? But him at home, not very good. Otani on the road, not very good. Over. Over eight. Over. Betting and booking it. This is your play? Yes. Huh. I've been burned betting unders with the Otani games the last two times. I don't ever want to bet an under again the rest of my life in baseball, the way things are going. Uh, I love betting under. I'm flipping on betting the unders on the Otani games. I'm betting the over for Otani and the Rangers here tonight. Both us are all uh, two or three of the games has gone over. All three of the games has gone over so far in the series. Huh? Wow. Shohei Otani wins the 2023 American League MVP is minus 250 already. Fair. So you're, you're saying you're saying, I mean, are you aware of Rivaldi's odds to win the American League Cy Young? He's 15 to one. He really, He's the 10th choice, Piro. He's the 10th choice. Yeah. I would bet that. McClanahan, Framber Valdez, who I think is going to win it. So no Garrett one's buying. Cole. So no one's buying the start then. They don't cause me. Joe Ryan, Luis Castillo, Shohei Otani. And Nathan Ovaldi is nine Evaldi. and two with a 2.49 ERA, a 0.98 whip. Uh, just he's given up just Four home runs in 86 innings pitched so far. Like we just sleep it on numbers. Say. Nobody's we, buying the Evaldi tickets. Yeah, Nobody's no one's buying, buying the store. How about that? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really surprised. I mean, that's he had a. Everybody's like, kind of waiting for Texas to to wake up from this dream a little bit, aren't I they? I guess so. I mean, his last five Although starts, we got big business MC on the Twitter. He's reminding you yeah, and I or, both every or, day. Or, Thank <laughs> you again for listening to the show and for reminding us on the Twitter. Texas is not going away. I don't think they are. I think they're going to be fine. I don't know if he's going to win this Cy Young. Valdi's won four games in a row. Yep. Last four starts, one, zero, zero, four earned runs given up. Guys in the chat, put it in right now. Baseball fans, everybody likes to have an opinion. I haven't asked a question of the chat all all Mm. show. Who's winning the American League Cy Young right now? Just 
if you had the season ended today in one vote, oh. who would you vote for? For me, it's Framber Valdez. Wow, really? Even with the way he's pitched at home? See his numbers? On the road, he's been great on the uh, on the road. At home, he's been good, just not as dominant. I don't know. That's that's the guy. He's I, been good. I mean, Avaldi's been... Avaldi on the road has a 1.98 ERA. Tremendous. At home, 3.38. Joe Ryan, Mr. C, who's coming in to be a part of the proxy service. Nice. Uh, as long as the next six weeks for him go well in baseball season. Nice. He said, <laughs> I said, no, we'll stop betting then and save right. it for football. Right. We'll pick you up. Although I'm going to have to bring the van for that kid. He's just like six foot five. Damn, dude. I don't know how we're even going to take a picture time from the book with him. I'm going to have to stand on a box or something like that. He said, Joe Ryan, Mike, you awesome said, ODU. Thank you, sir. Um, I bet this, I think over. Over? Yep. He just gave me them stats. Yeah. How's this game going over? Who's game giving up the runs? Otani is. Otani is a dog? Mm-hmm. Against Texas? Mm-hmm. Atani's not been great. I told you. So we got Atani and Avaldi pitching, and we're going Evaldi, over. Avaldi at home is not good. Okay, three point three eight ERA. Oh, Shohei on the road is not great. Four point two two ERA. They make their marks in the other way. Atani's great at home. Avaldi's great on the road. This is the opposite. They're facing each other, and it's only eight. Let's see. Uh, all right. I'll have to reach out to Butchie and make sure, but I think over's the play. Over. And then we've got uh, the scores so far in this series have been uh, nine, six, seven, three, six, three. All three games have gone over eight. Times a game store. It's a night tonight. Mm-hmm. Tonight. Five o'clock our time. Yeah. Okay. Last game. Right. Last yep. game. And then we'll do bonus time for, for everything about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Letting go of sports credit. Freeland Day. It's a hold your nose. The Rockies are one of the worst teams on the road to overs. The Braves are one of the best teams at home to overs. But Freeland's been very good. Numbers nine, betting under. You can get nine and a half now. The number has gone up. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. It is nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Numbers gone. There's only one nine left. Yep. I'm on you think under nine and a half. I'm on under nine. I'll book that. It's a we'll seven twenty game. Yeah. It's AJ Smith uh, Sauver. One thing you said yesterday, which really was kind of tipped to my brain. This kid's pitched in two games so far this year. This is the third game he's pitched. Okay. No one on the Rockies has seen this kid pitch for the Braves. Mm. No one's seen this kid. So he's pitched really well in his first two outings. At home? Did you pitch him at home? Nah, he pitched. He has a road start. He has one home start, one road start. Oh, Last, good. Okay. He, he pitched on the 9th of June against Washington, went five and a third, gave up zero earned runs. Two runs were scored that weren't his fault. Okay. Two walks. And then he came in on the 4th, made his debut on the 4th of June on the road at Arizona. Two and a third shutout ball. Big oh. righty. Big Texas kid. That's good. So they haven't seen Rocky's so. team total wonder. I like that better, but yeah, but Freeland's been really good. Freeland's been tremendous. especially on the road. Freeland's been very good pitching. Okay. Lefty against the Braves. 
Freeland so far on the year in the year he's one in five, but you look at his last um, his last starts on the road against case uh-huh. against KC seven innings, two earned runs against Arizona, five and two thirds got crushed, gave up five, but against Texas um, was okay. I guess we got crushed there, but I guess against the pirates, seven innings, two earned runs. Yeah, that's been a common theme for lefties against the pirates. He's lost his last three starts, but his last three starts only had one bad start of the three San Diego pitched well at home. We were watching that game with Bromel Camp. Right. Gut says the book this one. Okay. So we'll split it today. Trends on trends right now are going up. Numbers climbing. Number money's coming in on the over. So I, I mean riding the either the road team on the under or the home team on the on the on the over. We'll see what the trend plays out. Sports grid, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys being here as always. Replay for you guys who are watching it live is at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific time. But for those of you who are live on YouTube and Twitter, it's time for bonus. Knowing the joy. (laughs) I love this. This is so fun. Excitement (laughs) that you get. From those things. Oh, they're so fun. Sonic is the best. When I meet Sonic, oh my gosh, you get like. I, I I don't know what I'm going to buy you, but you, you get something. This is at awesome. minimum eight east. That's right. what he gets. Yeah, at minimum, minimum. Yeah. comes up here. He's he getting gets, a lot. He gets this a is lunch. awesome. This show is totally different from the work he's done for us. It's been unbelievable. And it shows you're you're absolutely right. If you guys watch the show on sports, it, it pops. Like, it fucking pops. It's so awesome. It's just like bam. It's so good. It takes up the whole screen. I love it. It's so I good. I put it on last night on uh, on the Samsung TV plus was watching it and a graphic came up and Jessica was working at the table like yeah. and she's like what the hell was that <laughs> it you know because it just yeah it, the music That's pops the and it, 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 it stops point. everything and she's uh-huh. like what the hell was that and I rewound it and she's like who did that I'm like Sonic and then we put it on the screen and it looks like that she's like Kind of like it. <laughs> Hero uh-huh. loves it. It's a sweeper. It's yeah. phenomenal. I yeah. think it looks and now awesome. Now we got the Latin salsa part. Somebody yeah. in the chat today said we should extend that out a little bit, get some more little Latin. No, I think we said it's six like seconds. Each That's one of the stinger, each stinger is six seconds. That's the whole point. It's five right. and a half or six seconds. It's just we don't want to play it too long. You just want to kind of move it, move it along. But yeah, give it two. He does. He, Sonic sends a three second. Stinger, I double it, make it six seconds, take a six second music clip and put it on there and away we go. It's tremendous. Austin yeah. Nackbar, by the way, came in the chat and said, just an FYI, the Braves are hitting 295 against lefties. He likes the answer of the Braves team total over today. So, yeah. a good well, point. I mean, they can win eight nothing for all I care. So. True. That'll get, you, <laughs> like, that'll get you home. Go that'll right. I mean, I'm, I'm good. Right. <laughs> win, win eight nothing and, and I'm good. So, okay. Do you yeah. like playing team totals over? It's becoming kind of a thing. I like it. I like first five team totals against starting pitchers. Ah, oh. I don't like doing team totals where I have to go up against bullpens. The bullpens are taking years off of people's lives, betting yeah. wise. I mean, like it's, the Pirates it's too many pi- gave it's up too many six pitchers runs yesterday oh. to the Cubs. It just wouldn't. Shelton wouldn't take him out. And he just left a minute too long, and then boom, a three-run homer. And it was like, wait a second, we were just winning the game, and now we're, now we're losing, losing the game. game. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's no good. So, um, favorite thing about today is what? Well, I mean, you know what it is. 
I showed it at the beginning of the show, and I'm showing it at the end of the show. It's it's the Bruce Cassidy gold figurine there. I don't. I said paperweight. I don't even know I what think the hell it is. It is. It's it's a paperweight. Yeah. Is it? It's meant to go on your desk. Yes. I need a desk. I got shit everywhere. <laughs> got to get a desk. My table where I do this stuff has become completely. Can't even embarrassed. I can't even show anybody. There's so much. I still have sheets from last year's season windows. Oh my! For the NFL. Okay. Over here in a pack rat. Throw some stuff away, please. Well, I used to have a file cabinet at oh. work that I would keep the stuff in, so I didn't have to go back. I would just pull it out and go, "What did we use last year?" Oh, eight and a half over minus twenty. So I don't have it on a computer. Someone else had a files and all that stuff, so I keep it. But that Bruce Cassidy thing. And this newspaper, Knights win the cup. You got to share the story about the Red Sox in your newspaper. And this, I literally just happened to run into it today and picked it up for $3. Awesome. That's what a newspaper costs. It's insane. $3. My $3 gosh. $3 for a newspaper. Wow. I'm, I'm going to open and read at some point, but I bought two because one is inevitably going to get messed up or right. I'm going to get it framed or something. And I have the other one. And it reminded me of all of the moments of newspapers that I saved over the years. So after our call, I might get over to the storage at some point. And oh, see. it's like rummage through some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I have a box that was totally dismissed from uh, from the house because the question became, why do you save all this shit? And I said, because it's mine and I like it. And that apparently wasn't enough to maintain on the premises that got put uh, off campus in the storage unit. So um, the favorite thing about today is remembering all of the things that might be in that box. And then like you, thinking of the stories and the moments of the times when you see those, what it's like. I have two. The first is I'm really pumped for this phone call coming up two o'clock because it could lead to something very fun. If we wind up, if you wind up doing it, I, I, I will be. Very like the temper expectations. <laughs> I am as well. But no, it's just it would be it would be the opportunity to, for for the brigade to to get some cool stuff. So it's a cool it's a cool opportunity. I mean, I, I mean, nothing may come of it, but if it, if it does go the way I hope it does go, it could be a fun thing for us to look forward to later on during the summertime, maybe even the fall. I don't know when we, when we would do it, but um, it could be neat. And then the second thing is, I I can't get over the fact that it's June fifteenth right now. And that are we, is this what Vegas is going to be like always? Are we going to have 85 degrees all June? Is this normal? You know, I ran into humans the other day and gave me the stat. Hasn't been a hundred degrees here in 263 days straight. I mean, are, last, we, do, are we done? Are, are, are we done with that? of a hundred degrees was 263 days ago. I have no idea. I figured July the sun might land on uh, up here at summer. It might be a million degrees. It's I don't coming. think so. I don't no? think so. I don't. I don't think so. It's been, we had the weirdest winter. We have the strangest June. June. Why is July going to be on brand? Why? I mean, it's bizarre. I'm walk. I, I was walking this morning and I was like, this is gorgeous. Like this is, how could you be in a bad mood? This is like when, you'd get that first spring day in Massachusetts. And it was just like, 
everyone was a good mood. Everyone said hi. So one time your neighbor said hi to you. So one time that like you'd walk down the street and people would be like, hi, how are you? Everybody was so kind and so nice to each other for like 24 hours because they couldn't believe how nice it was outside. Right. That's what it's like here today. I don't, I have no explanation. Again, not a weather person. You like to play one here on the show. I love the, I I love the weather because it impacts my mood. But I can't get over this. This is just because it's not even cold in the morning now. Because I didn't like it when it was like 65 degrees in the morning. It's like 74 degrees in the morning and 85 high. Nothing makes sense, right? Uh uh. Like this would, if we had this weather year round, like this place would be the number one destination to live, period. Only thing missing is body of water. Well, yeah, but that's it. Lake, that's Lake the Mead only is, thing missing. Lake Mead is kind of it, but well, yeah, but I mean, that's it's it's a lake. But like, if we had the ocean, this would be, yeah, this this would be. Um, it has to be coming. The, the the heat has to be coming. But you're right. I went for a nice little walk today, and I was like, this is <laughs> incredible. Eighty six days to the start of football season. Boys and girls. Is it? I thought it was 84. Boston Connor sent something that was 84. I don't know. College. That's third that that's Thursday. I'm considering the ninth being 86 is the sign up deadline. September 9th, we're 86 days, days for Roxy service. September 9th. So technically he's right. So Thursday night football is 84 days. Right. In our world, it's September 9th. Right. <laughs> not, not September 7th, it's September 9th. But <laughs> We are counting down the days to both. He is Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow. Roll call Friday, boys and girls. We will see you then here on BBB. Yeah.